from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee Nettie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m. and 94.5 f.m. Streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks so much for joining me today. It's September 1st, Tuesday. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines, coming up here very soon. Going to talk about three ways to keep peace in your family. Deacon Randy Keel coming up for his monthly segment at 7.15 today. He is the founder of Cardia Counseling. We're going to talk about change. Why is it so difficult for us to change? Transitions in life, in work. It's it's a difficult thing. We're going to talk to him about it from a professional counselor's position. Maybe you're going through change right now or maybe a transition of work. Deacon Randy Keel coming up at 7.15 to talk all about it. Gene Wells, host of Straight Talk, going to preview her 9 o'clock show today. And at 7.45, David Wagner is going to be on talking about his new book, The Church in the Modern Era. This looks like an excellent book, and I've got a slew of questions to talk to him all about. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports, weather straight from the desk of Channel 13, meteorologist Megan Sella, your saint of the day as well. Let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Tuesday to you. How are you doing? September 1st, feeling great. Uh, I got a day off yesterday, so I got to sleep in to about the time I regularly wake up anyway. So that was all right, <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, it was a good day off. That sounds like us on the weekend. You try to sleep in, and it just doesn't work. That's the way it works, huh? Uh, how was your weekend? Yeah, certainly. Real good. I can't complain. We have uh, cooler temperatures today. It'll be, you might need a jacket out there today, but then tomorrow it's supposed to heat up. So definitely fall and definitely September 1st weather. Yeah, I don't know if I can quite get to the jacket yet, but um, I'll meet you there probably sometime October. Yeah, I, I figured as much. Sandals will be on at least till uh, Thanksgiving for you. I know you'll you'll do that. Oh, we're still rocking them, my friend. We're still rocking them. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, we've got a very cool day. I know uh, Dowling's got a golf uh, dual meet with uh, Valley today out at Willow Creek. Uh, those guys may need a jacket. We'll see. Uh, depends what Mr. Gray, Ron Gray, the Dowling golf coach, wants them to wear. But I'll tell you, it's going to be a little chilly out there, potentially. you see uh, golf this weekend, the PGA? I did not. I saw some highlights, but I, I didn't oh, I didn't watch it. Uh, that ending was probably one of the best endings I've ever seen in a golf championship. I mean, it was just incredible. A 36-yard, I think that... it was a 32 or 36-foot putt uh, to end it, which was just so difficult to do. And then to win it, that was a tie-it. To win it was a 66-foot putt. I mean, I know some people may be thinking, I'm not a golf guy. I don't watch golf, and I, I don't want anything to do with it. That is unheard of. That's kind of like a full-court shot in a, in a buzzer-beater game for a championship. That That's what you could equivalent yeah. it to. No question. A half-court and a full-court shot. You're exactly right, John. That, uh that is quite interesting. No, I didn't know that, but uh, things like that happen once in a while. 
Yes, they do. It was fun to see. Yeah, it certainly was. All right, well, let's get right to it this morning. We're going to have cloudy skies throughout the day right now from the WHO TV 13 weather desk. A meteorologist, Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. Cloudy skies, 63 degrees, and east-northeast wind at 10 miles per hour. The humidity very low at 54%. We do have rain mainly south of I-80 throughout the day and some of those storms. Some of that uh, rain showers have uh, uh, lightning and thunder with it. And it'll be mainly south of I-80 throughout the day as we'll see scattered showers and thunderstorms throughout the day. It might get up here into the metro and a high today of just 73 degrees with east winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 58 degrees and tomorrow, partly, mostly sunny rather, hot and dry. High of 87 degrees for your Wednesday. And Thursday, back down to the uh, lower 80s, a high of 82 degrees under mostly sunny skies. And football Friday, mostly sunny, will be a high of 83 degrees, so about about uh, 10, 15 degrees uh, cooler than it was uh, last Friday night during the opening night of high school football here in the state. Well, in the news, on this uh, Tuesday morning, well, Iowa State University's football stadium will have less than half full for the Cyclone season opener. Now, the uh, Iowa State Athletic Director, Jamie Pollard, says about 25,000 season ticket holders will be inside Jack Trice Stadium for the uh, Saturday, September 12th season opener against Louisiana. Capacity at Jack Trice Stadium is 61. 1,500. Now, Pollard says COVID-19 social distancing means fans will be more spread out inside the stadium. He also says fans are asked to stay in their seats as much as possible. There won't be tailgating before the game, and everyone in the stadium has to wear a face mask. The rules aren't followed, he says. No fans will be allowed in the stadium, starting with the uh, Cyclones' second home game against Oklahoma on October 3rd. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. In yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, some of the mid- Midwest teams involved. The Cubs' lead now in the National League uh, Central is now three games. As the Cubs had the day off yesterday, they'll open up a series against Pittsburgh tonight in Pittsburgh. But Cardinals yesterday defeated uh, Cincinnati 7-5 with Milwaukee down Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh 6-5. In the American League, Kansas City down Cleveland 2-1. The White Sox now in first place as they defeated Minnesota 8-5. White Sox lead uh, Cleveland by one game in the American League Central, and they lead the Twins by two and a half games. Today's Dowling Catholic Sports Schedules has boys golf, as we mentioned earlier. The undefeated Dowling Boys Golf Team takes on Valley today at 3.30 at Willow Creek Golf Course in their dual meet. Girls cross country today. Dowling at the Ankeny Invitational beginning at 5 o'clock at the uh, DMAC Trail Point Aquatic Center in Ankeny. And girls swimming tonight at Dowling, Dowling hosting East. That'll be at 5.30 at the Mark Crouch Pool on the Dowling campus. High school football this Friday night on Iowa Catholic Radio, number one Valley, number two Dowling. We'll have all the action beginning at 6.30 this Friday night. Kickoff at 7 o'clock from Valley Stadium. This is the rematch from nine and a half months ago when the two teams met for the state title. And join us for the broadcast here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, 63 degrees, and east-northeast wind at 10 miles per hour. Today we'll see scattered showers and thunderstorms, mainly south of the metro Des Moines area, but it'll be mostly cloudy throughout the day, a high of 73 degrees, east winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Tuesday morning John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM. 
94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Things are looking good this morning. No major delays to pass along. Just, again, lots of construction as we are still in construction season for a few more weeks. So just to be aware of lane reductions and road closures as you are out and about today. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Adam's story. What's going on, my friend? Hey, not too much. Uh, how are you All doing? All right, Director. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing just fine this morning. Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. We're going to talk this morning about three ways to keep peace in your family this September. Let's do it. I, peace, I, I, again, I, I remember I told you a story a while ago when I met a bishop, and uh, I said to him, you know, I'm just discerning my vocation. I want to know where I find the most peace. And he looked at me and he said, peace, what's that? And I remember it just stuck out to me so much. And I laugh at it still to this day. What is that? But peace can be found, and especially in our families as well, where there's a lot of turmoil, there's a lot of brokenness. What are three ways, Adam, we'll start with number one, that we can cultivate and keep peace in our families? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the first way, and this is a phrase that's totally unique to me, but I think the first thing we have to do, we have to get over ourselves. Uh, we have to be able to put ourselves uh, second, you know, put ourselves, say, it's not all about me. It's not all about everything that I want. How do I serve? Uh, and if we can get over ourselves, uh, we'll, we'll foster peace. We could probably find three ways to get over ourselves, too, or 10 or 15 or 20. This could just kind of uh, spider shoot all the way out, but we'll, we'll keep it there. Getting over our self-humility, probably the biggest one, uh, especially in our marriages. I think that's where we start, and it, that trickles down. The kids see it. The grandkids see it as well. Humility, getting over ourselves, dying to ourselves. This is the name of the game when it comes to the gospel. And a couple of weeks ago, this is what Jesus pointed us to when it comes to the cross, dying to ourselves in order to follow him. Again, that does and, and starts in the microcosm of God himself, the domestic church, the family. Number two, ways to keep peace. Okay, number two is that when you have uh, struggles or challenges or problems within family life, uh, address those early. Address those before they just grow and grow and grow. And I'll, I'll tell you that this tends to be usually uh, men in a marriage will tend to put problems off. You know, the wife will recognize it. She'll bring it up. She'll want to heal. Uh, and the man will say, well, all right, you know, we can deal with that later. Things are fine until it gets to a breaking point. But Really what we need to do in our family life, and it's not just in our marriage, but with our kids, with our whole family, uh, when something begins to grow, address it early. You know, it's like weeding a garden. You don't want to let the weeds take over the garden. You pull them as soon as you see them. And if you do that, uh, you're going to have a lot more peace in your family. Find a little St. Jose Escriva in that. Uh, you know, when it, when it comes to, you know, the, the, the holy minute or what did he call the heroic minute, you know, really trying to, um, eliminate sin in the moment to live holiness yeah. in the moment rather than just, you know, putting it off. Well, I can be holy then, or, um, maybe I'll get rid of sin, you know, someday, or if only, if only, but rather every day trying to live in the moment, uh, holiness and to rid ourselves of sin. I think that's a perfect way to create peace in the family. And finally, number three. So number three is, uh, to focus on ways that you personally need to grow. You know, I said 
And the first one, get over yourself and focus on the other members of your family. But what we also tend to do is we tend to, the people that are closest to us, we recognize their faults uh, clearly and easily, but we forget about our own. So this time it is focusing on yourself to say, where do I need to grow? How do I need to change? You know, where do, where do I need conversion in my life? Uh, to focus on that, to work on that, uh, and to focus on that self-change instead of trying to change the people around you, uh, and you're going to have a lot more peace. Again, St. Francis of Assisi. I mean, sanctify yourself and you'll sanctify society. Amen. Yeah. yeah there you go. And, and John Paul II talked about this a lot as well, friends, and he did so in the theology of the body. Again, living that holiness, but you know, not just pointing out the other's faults, but also uh, recognizing ours as well. First and foremost, taking out the, um, the log in our own eye, as the gospel says. Adam Story, Director yeah. of Marriage and Family Life. Anything coming up in the office we should know about? Well, you know, just last night I was with some of the Christ Our Life team praying the rosary for a successful conference, and uh, I'm excited about it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a really good conference in person, online, uh, however you want to participate. I'd encourage you to participate. There you go. Adam Story, talk to you soon, brother. Hey, thanks, John. All right, Deacon Randy Keel coming up right after this, founder of Cardia Counseling with his monthly segment. We're going to talk about change or transitioning out of maybe a tumultuous relationship, a tumultuous work environment, uh, maybe just in general, maybe a mental uh, health issue. Why we're so afraid of change from a professional counselor's position. That's coming up next. This is, I think, something for every one of us, because if you're not going through a change in your life right now, you probably will sooner rather than later, and you probably have, and you probably have a lot to learn from just like I do. We'll get right to it. Deacon Randy Keel right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Tuesday, September 1st. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. Five Sons Naturescapes, a Catholic veteran-owned family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more. 515-493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. 
Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. On January 25, 2013, KWKY was granted a license by the Federal Communications Commission to serve the public interest as a public trustee until February 1, 2021. Our license will expire on February 1, 2021. We must file an application for license renewal with the FCC on October 1, 2020. When filed, a copy of this application will be available for public inspection at FCC.gov. It contains information concerning the station's performance over the last eight years. Individuals who wish to advise the FCC on facts relating to our renewal application and to whether this station has operated in the public interest should file comments and petitions with the FCC by January 1st, 2021. Further information concerning the FCC's broadcast license renewal process is available at 2900 West Town Parkway, Suite 220 West Des Moines, or maybe be obtained from the FCC Washington, D.C. 20554 or FCC.gov. This is Dr. Ray Gurendi from The Doctor Is In. Okay, I'll confess. Years ago when I was asked to be on Catholic Radio, I peremptorily said, uh, no thanks. And then I realized the power of Catholic Radio. As I got emails and letters from folks who have come back to the church, whose families converted, whose lives were made better, it's training for the troops. It makes better Catholics, better Christians out of the folks who listen, and then they go out to transform the world. Your gift works to make a difference for you. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Boston International for underwriting the show and all they do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio, operating and managing vegetable farming, chicken farming, fish farming initiatives, providing sustainable sources of food for their friends in Limpopo, South Africa, beginning in 2001, continuing today, blessmaninternational.org. Thank you for underwriting the show. That is blessmaninternational.org. Let's go to our next guest of the day, founder of Cardia Counseling, our monthly segment weekly segment he's he's doing it all deacon randy keel hey deacon <laughs> good morning john good to be here good with morning you. To you we're talking about change we're talking about transition and who hasn't gone through change or transitions in their life in their work in their relationships i mean have at it today man why why is change why are transitions in our life so difficult from a professional counselor's point of view well, isn't that the truth? You know, and we, we say so much things like, you know, this is the new normal, and I want to encourage people, hold on, because um, if we say new normal prematurely, it gets in the way of transitioning. I was doing a study, John, I've been doing kind of a deep study on, um, this is a little bit tangent, but of the history of pandemics in the world and how long it takes for the world or your society to change post-pandemic. And it's estimated that approximately twice as long as the pandemic lasted is the amount it takes for society to adapt to change. So one of the things that gets in the way of that change adaptation 
is concluding prematurely that the change is completed. And one thing that we can see as Christians and as Catholics is that we worship a God of no change, but yet he gave us a dichotomy. We live in a world that is in constant flux and change, but yet never changes. There will always be trial, tribulation. There will always be celebration of sunrise and sunset, that yet there will be continually episodes where we dread the sunrise and we dread the sunset. So we're in a mixture of ambivalence continually, which makes it difficult for us to kind of keep up with the changes that come in our own personal lives because of what we're surrounded with. Now, I know that's a lot of heavy thought, but let me show you where I'm going with it. Sure. To go through, last month we talked about the importance of resiliency. Part of that importance is because we are all going to go through transitions. There are natural stages of life that we transition through from infancy all the way up to the aging. We have about eight stages we go through, let alone the stages we go through when the price of gas increases by a nickel and we struggle coping with it. Now, what Mm. in the world is that about? We have change all around us, but we struggle to transition. Transitions are not only hard, but they pose a risk because they can shake the sense of identity of who you are, disturb your own platform of stability, and they can injure the awareness of your being in your present circumstances in life. They force us to let go of familiar and they help us to face the future of the unknown. When we hear that Jesus is the way, okay, thank goodness, there's the constancy. But we humans think we like myth, we think we like clarity, but yet continually Christ poses himself as mystery. Because in reality, God knows we would not be able to cope facing the fullness of what is ahead of us. So he gives us mystery, except he gives us the assurance of salvation through our life of worship and following him. So transition can range from exciting to terrifying, from cautious to vulnerable, and from turmoil to triumph. When transitions come with uh, hope, we experience excitement and interest, but when it comes with loss, we experience anxiousness that leads us to vulnerability. Our vulnerability is certainly important because we don't cognitively always know how to change. How will I handle that? How will I do this? And sometimes it isn't one day at a time. Sometimes it's one inch at a time or one breath at a time when we wake up to those difficulties. And we think that, you know, well, they'll get through it. Somehow we just have to get through it. But here's the difficult side. Not everybody transitions well, and that's every one of us at times we don't transition well. Will all people get through transition? No. Actually, some people even die due to the complicated difficulties of what comes with transitioning. So it's important for us to watch for others, to be a support to people when they're going through a transition, B, for us to have support around us when we ourselves are going through transitions. So I've put together just a short list of some of the obstacles that get in our way of struggling struggling to transition well that I'd like to share with us. Does that make sense? Goodness, you make my job easy, Deacon. 
There you go. <laughs> you make my job easy. Have at it, my friend. Okay, so some of the obstacles for growth. So a transition is either an opportunity for a crisis or an opportunity for growth. Don't you love it? You're going to get me going. Here I go. So the <laughs> obstacles for growth that I'm going to go through six kind of quickly. Number one, when we can't see the path. Well, guess what? We see the path, but we can't see what's on the path because that is the mystery. So we're scared of the future. That triggers. So how do we cope with that fear? So facing how, what to do with the, with, the, with the path in front of us, don't get walled off. Don't do it isolatively. Getting walled off to hold on and attach to things inordinately will keep us from moving on the path. Number three, comfortable. we become comfortable with the uncomfortable. We'd all like to say, well, if something isn't good for us, we let it go and move toward something good. But no, that's not how our brain works. Our brain becomes attached to things that are familiar, even if they're not healthy for us. Number four is the stumbling block, so common to many of us, of depression and anxiety. Those become impediments to facing changes and apprehensive, and so they help get us stuck, which is the number one enemy of transition. Number five Anger itself, getting angry at ourselves, and I, I don't highly promote forgive yourself. I highly promote go to the foot of the Father and seek the forgiveness for, through reconciliation. That remedies us far more than our energy. I don't know one scripture verse that says, now go ye therefore and forgive yourself. No, go wow. ye therefore and forgive others and seek the forgiveness of the Father. And number six, sure. are facing the past mistakes and foibles and misdeeds that we've done in our history and facing the pain of our history so that we can face the joys of our future. I wish I could have heard these before the pandemic. Oh, I know, John. I know so much. But yet we get to hear them while we're in the midst of the pandemic, and we also don't know what pandemonium is coming forth yet from the pandemic itself. Right. Right. Deacon Rainey, those are perfect, man. I mean, what's today, what's your biggest piece of advice? When we launch into today, what's the one tangible thing we can take away? I think number one is face today with a smile. Find your disposition that's inside, regardless of the grief, agony, fear, or anticipation of what's going inside. Find a place inside that can be a smile, because in the end, the answer is Christ. In the end, it's never over because it's eternal with Christ. Take a deep breath, let it out slowly. Ah, find the joy inside of the simplicity of a smile. And second, give it to someone. Share that smile with someone. I love it. Deacon Randy Keel, would you give us your blessing this morning? <laughs> love to be with you, John. Yeah. Oh, give us your blessing, will you? That was awesome. I pray for the blessing of Almighty God in the midst of all the tumult unto triumph that you give us through some of the transitions we have to go through that we don't know how to explain, we don't know how to walk through, that we pray for your comfort of your Holy Spirit to come as consolation to walk with us in every moment. And I pray for this in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Rain and kill, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Peace, Deacon. Thank you. Thank you, John. Bye-bye. All right, coming up, Gene Wells, host of Straight Talk, going to preview her 9 o'clock show. And at 7.45 today, David Wagner's going to be on. He's a lawyer and journalist who also works as a research fellow at the National Legal Foundation. He wrote a new book called The Church in the Modern Era. I think you're going to really enjoy this. And we're talking about 
1846 to 2005. That's the modern era he talks about in the impact. He says, dare I say, the most impactful time of the church in human history. We'll have David Wagner on at 745 to discuss all about it. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It is Tuesday, September 1st. Thanks for being a part of the show. And thank you to, uh, let's see. Dean Bell, there he is, for underwriting the show. Bell Construction, a man of integrity and faith. Met him on the basketball court a few years ago. We've remained close friends ever since. 515-963-4494. 30 years in business, residential re-roofs, light commercial jobs. 963-4494. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus went down to Capernaum, a town of Galilee. He taught them on the Sabbath, and they were astonished at his teaching because he spoke with authority. In the synagogue there was a man with the spirit of an unclean demon, and he cried out in a loud voice, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Be quiet, come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down in front of them and came out of him without doing him any harm. They were all amazed and said to one another, What is there about his word? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. And the news of him spread everywhere in the surrounding region. The Gospel of the Lord Demons are intelligent creatures who, as we find out in this passage, are aware of Jesus' identity and fear him. They are capable of both lying as well as telling the truth to confuse people and dissuade us from doing God's will. In the end, we should remember that God always has more power than the devil, so that when tempted, we can, with God's help, overcome such temptations. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, our number one rule is the Golden Rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And there's no better time than now to be living it. This year has been one for the record books, and the hits just keep on coming. So at Golden Rule, we are doing what we can to help out yet again. Introducing our Golden Age Buyback Program. As your HVAC system reached the golden years of life, we will give you up to $1,500 to have it replaced. Everyone deserves the Golden Rule, and this is one way Golden Rule gives back to you. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. No man is an island we can be found. No man is an island when you go. Thanks for part of the show today, friends. We got a great show in store for you. Happy September 1st. It's Tuesday. Gene Wells, host of Straight Talk, going to be coming up here very soon. Going to preview her 9 o'clock show. David Wagner at 745 today. He is a lawyer and journalist who also works as a research fellow at the National Legal Foundation. He wrote a new book called The Church in the Modern Era. And the modern era he considers is 1846 to 2005. So Pope Pius IX, all the way up to John Paul II. We're going to talk to him why that is and the greatest impact that the Catholic Church made during that time 
Graham. I've got a lot of questions to go over with them. This looks like an awesome, awesome book. So David Wagner coming up at 745 today. Let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Tuesday to you. How you doing on this? Uh, well, it's going to be a chilly day, it looks like, for this time of year. You're going to get the long sleeves out, but keep the sandals on. That's what I thought. I can. You kind of run around like in a sweatshirt, too, with sandals when it really starts getting colder. Uh, yeah. No, that's I forgot the way I roll, that. my friend. That's the way I roll. But I love this time of year. Fall, <laughs> as we get into it, man, it's just awesome. Noticed the other day the uh, leaves are starting to change on some of the uh, tops of the trees here in central Iowa. So can you imagine what it's like up in northeast Iowa where it's just beautiful up there in the hills uh, by Dubuque, as uh, you know so much about when you went to seminary, that those have got to be starting to turn also. Yeah, it's a beautiful drive. Even when you get up there towards, have you ever driven to Winterset during the fall and you just kind of come up over some of those hills and it's just absolutely gorgeous? Yeah, I tried to go through one of those bridges that had a cover over it, and I couldn't get out. They had it kind of closed off, so I got stuck in there. But, yeah, the, the covered gotcha. bridge festival, sure. <laughs> oh, I grew up going to that one, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good stuff. But, uh, yeah, not a bad day. Golfers are out this morning or this afternoon. Dowling Golf Team taking on Valley. You know, it is Valley Week. It's Dowling Valley Week, and that's always a very competitive week. Oh, yeah, I think it's going to be going. And, you know, I'm happy to hear that everything was safe on Friday. Yes, it was. Um, you know, we had a pretty good crowd there at, at uh, Indianola for the high school football game. Very limited seating this week, so fans need to know that. Uh, Dowling fans will be sitting on the uh, east bleachers there at Valley Stadium. That's the small side, but they'll also have a little section on the south side of the home bleachers. Uh, on the south end of the home bleachers, there'll be some Dowling fans there. So they're only limited so many so many seats, so a lot of listeners and a lot of viewers will be uh, simulcasting with the CISN.TV group uh, this uh, Friday night. So folks that can't make the game, uh, tune in, and we'll uh, we'll have the broadcast on radio and on uh, the, the webcast. But well, we love welcoming you in here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Absolutely. We have both uh, Dowling and Valley fans and maybe some other fans that uh, maybe just want a casual observer for that game. As it, happened. it was nine and a half months ago they played for the state title. Hard to believe that. Yes, it was. Now, is Valley number one? Valley's number one, and Dowling is number two in the latest rankings okay. that came out. So yeah. that'll Here we go. change this weekend because one of them's going to lose. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of the way it should be, huh? It'll be a fun week. I'll be listening. All right. Appreciate that, and hopefully we'll get others to do the same. And uh, we look forward to the broadcast this Friday night here on Iowa Catholic Radio. But currently right now from the WHO-TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, Currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, we have cloudy skies, 63 degrees, and east-northeast wind at 10 miles per hour. The humidity down to 54% this morning. As we have rain and some storms, mainly south of Interstate 80 this morning, uh, hitting uh, south and southeast Iowa today. We'll see scattered showers and thunderstorms, uh, but otherwise mostly cloudy skies. High of 73 degrees, east winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 58 degrees. And then tomorrow, mostly sunny and, yes, hot, a 
high of 87 degrees. It'll warm up quickly on Wednesday, but Thursday back down to the lower 80s. Uh, mostly sunny, dry, high of 82 degrees on your Thursday. And then football Friday, mostly sunny, dry, high of 83 degrees. Well, in the news, on this uh, Tuesday morning, uh, Iowa State University's football stadium will be less than half full for the Cyclones' season opener. Iowa State Athletic Director Jamie Pollard said yesterday about 25,000 season ticket holders will be inside Jack Trice Stadium for their season opener on Saturday, September 12th, against Louisiana. Now, capacity at Jack Trice Stadium is 61,500. Pollard says the COVID-19 social distancing means fans will be more spread out inside the stadium. He also says fans are asked to stay in their seats as much as possible. There won't be any uh, there won't be any tailgating before the game, and everyone in the stadium has to wear a face mask. Now, if the rules aren't follow, followed, he says uh, no fans will be allowed uh, in the stadium for the Cyclones' uh, third game this season, and that'll be their second home game against Oklahoma on October third. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print and yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard. Uh, in some of the Midwest teams involved in National League play, the Cardinals defeated Cincinnati 7-5, while Milwaukee down Pittsburgh 6-5. The Cubs had the day off yesterday. They'll open up a three-game series at Pittsburgh tonight, beginning at 6 o'clock. In the American League, Kansas City down Cleveland 2-1, and the White Sox move into first place by a game as they defeat the Minnesota Twins 8-5. Today's Dowling Catholic Sports schedules has boys golf. As we mentioned this afternoon, the undefeated Dowling boys golf team in dual meet play will take on Valley, and that uh, match is underway at Willow Creek Golf Course at 3.30 this afternoon. Girls cross country. Dowling will be at the Ankeny Invitational today beginning at 5 o'clock and they'll be at the DMAC Trail Point Aquatic Centers for their meet and girls swimming tonight at Dowling. East is at Dowling. 5.30 is when the swim meet begins at the Mark Crouch Pool. High school football this Friday night, as we mentioned earlier, number one Valley taking on number two Dowling. That'll be at Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. Pre-game at 6.30 right here on Iowa Catholic Radio with the kickoff at 7 o'clock. So join us for the broadcast this Friday night. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, cloudy skies, 63 degrees and east-northeast wind at 10 miles per hour. Today we will see mostly cloudy skies, scattered showers and thunderstorms, mainly south and east of the Des Moines area. Today's high 73 degrees with east winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Tuesday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still uh, no problems to pass along, uh, no major delays. Things run along pretty nice for us this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your saint of the day. This is your saint of the day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, today we're reminded not just of a holy man, but also of the rich history of the church and of the faithful who passed on the faith to us. We celebrate today St. Jails. He's a confusing saint because very little is known about him. He was likely born in France in the 7th century and founded a monastery in the south of France that became a starting point for people who were making a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. 
Despite his obscurity, though, he was really popular saint during the Middle Ages. There were several churches named for him in England, a section of it also in Brussels as well. Such devotion made his popularity spread. Jails was soon invoked as the patron of the poor and the disabled. We ask today, St. Jails, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day, a family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is. Can't thank him enough. 30 years in business, still a young man. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Gene Wells, host of Straight Talk. What's going on, Gene? Good morning, John. Good morning to you. What do we got coming up on your show? Well, I've got um, two folks from Catholic Charities. Carol Minthink, she's a therapist, and Scott Caldwell, he is the director of programming and the director of programs. And we're going to talk about the mental health of our country. Um, you know, we're all struggling with this. You know, all the disasters that are happening, the everything that's going on, and and I think I can get the the most positive person down in the dumps every once in a while, but. We're going to talk about, you know, what are some of the symptoms that we can identify in ourselves or our family when they are struggling uh, with depression and anxiety, you know, some of the things we can do, you know, just self-care to um, counteract some of the, the things that are happening in the world, um, you know, just, just those basic things, you know, and then, you know, when is it that we may need some professional help, and that's you know, I'm an, a strong advocate that, that, you know, you should get professional help as you need it. You know, it's always yeah. good to have a third party. So that's our conversation. Your show's only an hour long. You know that, right? I know. I always have way more material than what I, I have time for. But I don't know if you were uh, teasing for the next month, but I think what you just said is certainly interesting, and I think it's big. Yeah. Um, and, and I hope you tune in today, friends, because, you know, Gene always gets straight to the point. That's why we call it Straight Talk here at Iowa Catholic Radio, and I know it's a very popular show. So stay tuned. 10 o'clock this morning. You can uh, always podcast it out at iowacatholicradio.com as well. Gene Wells, Straight Talk. Talk to you soon, Gene. God bless. All right. Coming up right after this, we're going to go to David Wagner. David's a lawyer and journalist who also works as a research fellow at the National Legal Foundation. But he just wrote a book, The Church in the Modern Era. And the modern era he talks about is 1846 to 2005. I got a slew of questions here to talk to him all about because he goes everything from Fatima to Saint, or excuse me, Blessed Pius IX to St. John Paul II. There is so much more to go over here. David Wagner in his brand new book, The Church in the Modern Era, coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on this Tuesday, September 1st. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Golden Rule. No, not just the customer service, but the commitment to the quality of workmanship and to the materials used is next to none. Originally founded in 1999, 20 years in business, goldenrulephc.com. That is goldenrulephc.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news to the Diocese of Des Moines for Tuesday, September 1st. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. In response to recent local and global disasters, Bishop William Johnson asked all parishes to hold a special collection this past weekend. If you missed it, you can make your donation online for those in Iowa impacted by the devastating derecho, as well as the thousands in Beirut, Lebanon, impacted by the massive explosion. Donations can be made at dmdiocese.org giving. Funds collected for the derecho disaster relief will be distributed by Des Moines Catholic Charities, and the explosion relief will be sent to Catholic Relief Services for distribution. The U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops has 
has asked Catholics to offer a response of prayer, fasting, almsgiving, and advocacy. If you or someone you know is in need of resources or assistance after the derecho disaster, visit dmdiocese.org resources. Click on disaster resources at the bottom of the page for a list of recovery resources, assistance programs, food pantries, and power outage information. There's even a list of numbers to call for those who need a translator. Again, that's dmdiocese.org resources. The next Alpha Series at St. Francis Parish in West Des Moines will start this week, September 1st and September 3rd, with virtual and in-person formats. Series will be held on Tuesdays from 9 to 11 a.m. or Thursdays 6 to 8 p.m. Learn more about this series by visiting the parish website or call the Parish Faith Formation Office. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Metro-Collins. Listen to Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder Thursday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. On June 24, 2014, KIHS was granted a license by the Federal Communications Commission to serve the public interest as a public trustee until February 1, 2021. Our license will expire on February 1, 2021. We must file an application for license renewal with the FCC on October 1, 2020. When filed, a copy of this application will be available for public inspection at FCC.gov. It contains information concerning the station's performance over the last seven years. Individuals who wish to advise the FCC of facts relating to our renewal application and to whether this station has operated in the public interest should file comments and petitions with the FCC by January 1st, 2021. Further information concerning the FCC's broadcast license renewal process is available at 2900 Westtown Parkway, Suite 220, West Des Moines, or may be obtained from the FCC, Washington, D.C., 20554 or FCC.gov. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream Dirt. Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction is a licensed and experienced farm brokerage and auction company. Dream Dirt auctioneers are PRI and CAI certified professional farm marketers and have trained to understand the strategy behind a successful auction or sale. We work to reduce stress and risk for our customers and do not charge advertising fees. Learn more at DreamDirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right. 515-257-7199. Still working on getting David to the show. We'll get him here in just a few minutes. I hope. Say a prayer. Hey, I have this one in the uh, archives. This is a good one. Eight reasons. Oh, I think we might have them now. Oh, okay. We got them. Uh, I was going to go to innovation here, but let's talk about uh, the new book, which I'm very excited about here. Let me pull it up. Mm-hmm. So I switched to total different gears here. That's okay. 
David Wagner, lawyer, journalist, who also works as a research fellow at the National Legal Foundation, previously served as a law professor at Regent University, a speechwriter for the U.S. Department of Justice and deputy counsel for the House Foreign Relations Subcommittee on International Operations and Human Rights. Hey, David. Hi, how are you? I'm doing just fine, man. The Church in the Modern Era is the book, and what a book it is. I I think this might be the question everyone wants to know, though, as we begin. Uh, Why do you consider the modern era in the church to be 1846 to 2005? Well, uh, Pius IX has been, I should say, Blessed Pius IX, has been considered the first modern pope, which is, and there's, there's there's a certain, you know, wonderful paradox in that, because he was uh, very uh, uh, critical of, uh, of the, the way the modern world was going. Uh, but that was uh, a type of uh, apostolate that was necessary at the time. I'm, one of the things I tried to do in the book uh, was to... Uh, we, 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 there had been a lot of books uh, published over the last 50 years or so Call uh, with titles like "The Church Meets the Modern Era," or "The Church Confronts the Modern Era," or "The Church," um, or even titles like my own, "The Church and the Modern Era." The um, premise behind a lot of this uh, framing has been that the modern era is something stable, and the church kind of adjusts to meet it. And what I wanted to do was turn that around a bit and show how the modern era is actually something that changes over the time period that I cover. And uh, the the Church, uh, despite some of the um, uh, twists and turns that uh, that are covered, covered in the book, is pretty much stable in meeting these various types of modern era. The modern era... Uh, that was fa- that that faced the church in from the eighteen in the eighteen forties and had faced it for some decades even before that um, was uh, not uh, it's different from the modern era that we face today. It's different from the modern era that faced the popes during the totalitarian period uh, 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 of the thirties and forties. The modern era is something of a shapeshifter, whereas the church is remarkably stable, uh, 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 as it has to be through as it as it careens through time. Um, so, um, but if you if you, if you take uh, 18, 1846 is, is when Pius IX becomes pope, sure. and that was uh, that, um, and and, in, and he comes into the papacy thinking that there's a great deal uh, in, the mon- in the modern world that can be adapt- adopted uh, adopted by adapted to uh, the church, and then the revolutions of 1848 break out, and. Uh, Pius realizes that uh, the church has to be uh, a, a kind of radical uh, uh, counter witness, 
Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about something here that you point to because this is interesting. You know, from 2005 until now, we're seeing, quite frankly, numbers of disaffiliation that we really haven't seen in Catholicism, especially here in the West, at least. Um, and mm-hmm. we're setting record numbers. I mean, for every one person that comes into the church, 6.45 are leaving, and that's just one. Do you correlate a cause here, uh, or, or are the, the last 10 to 15 years kind of our own doing? Um. Well, I, I I was very uh, uh, grateful when the um, uh, to be able to uh, when when Ava Maria Press uh, gave to me my assignment to stop at the end of the uh, with the death of John Paul II because um, I, I I think that events uh, since 2005. Uh, are are being adequately covered, uh, and it would have it would have added a. Uh, I thought I was dealing with a you know, three three dimensional universe, and this would have added a fourth dimension that that I uh, that really needed to be treated separately. Uh, now you mentioned you know, I'm, I'm a convert myself, and I know yeah. many converts. Uh, the the numbers that you just mentioned are. You know, terrifying, and we need to be in prayer about that. But uh, I think that the well, Scott Scott Hahn was in a discussion once um, uh, about this, and uh, his, the, the 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 fellow he was discussing with said, "Well, we're he was talking about specifically about Protestants and Catholics, not 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 about disaffiliation, but if that one can apply it." Uh, his interlocutor said, uh, well, we're getting the quantity, but you're getting the quality. And I, I, I hope that's true, and uh, I think that, uh, to some extent it is. I mean, Pope Benedict talked about a, a smaller but more devoted church, sure. and uh, uh, that may just be a phase we have to go through. Not to put you on the spot here, but what or who, uh, in your opinion, made the greatest impact on the Catholic Church during that time frame that you write about, eighteen forty-six to two thousand five? You could only, you could only mark one. Yes, I, mean, I think most people would say that of the events I cover, Vatican II was the most uh, uh, consequential. Um, but I'd like to make a, a somewhat contrarian case for uh, Pope Saint Pius attempts. Because he set for and 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 his encyclical Pascendi, uh, Pascendi Domenici Gregis, feeding the sheep of the Lord. Uh, this was the great encyclical against modernism. Um, it's rather long, but it's it's not just a uh, a, 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 a random screed. He's very scientific about what he what he calls modernism, and. It really uh, alerted the church and sort of brought about a uh, a second counter reformation, uh, which maybe is what we need again today. Um, so, uh, but he did other things too, which I talk about in the book. He uh, he's, he's known accurately as the Pope of, of uh, early communion, you know, communion for for kids at earlier ages than in the practice. And of of many reforms uh, requested by the Council of Trent, uh, the one that had not yet been put into 
into practice by uh, in the early by the early twentieth century was frequent communion, and Pope uh, Pius X uh, advocated that and inspired many people to start uh, going to mass and communion, um, not only on Sunday but uh, weekdays as well. Um, so I, I, I was, although his pontificate was not long, uh, he, he, he set such an example and, and wrote and taught so, so firmly that I think that I think his influence is, uh, uh, is, is underrated. The Church in the Modern Era from 1846 to 2005, David Wagner. David, thanks for coming on. AveMariaPress.com, friends. You can go to Divine Treasures. If they don't have it there, they will order it for you as well. Uh, AveMariaPress.com. Thanks, David. Thank you. All right, right, folks. That puts this show in the books today on this Tuesday, September 1st. Thanks for tuning in with me, Deacon Tony Valdez. Would you give us your blessing? May the blessing of God the Father come down upon all of us, protect us from evil, and bring us to his everlasting life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. I am John Linetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Born in weary land Where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water We never will run dry So living water flowing through God we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more John Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.